Welcome back, ladies and germs, back to the Grow, Share, and Give podcast. In this episode, it's kind of all over the place. We first begin to talk about emotional state, and then how that affects how we perform and behave and becoming an alpha male versus a beta male, how that affects your relationships and how to improve your relationships and kind of how to get your life back on track. And this is just a little recording that I had um, a few weeks ago that I forgot I did, but I, I sent it out to my team and I sent it out to a few of my mentors and friends and they said, Jordan, you have to release this. It has so much value in it. So I said, okay, might as well and uh, see what you guys enjoy and how you guys like it. So let's dive right in. So when I say changing your state is absolutely everything, I mean, changing your state is literally everything because your state affects the way you're going to perform, you're going to behave, the way you feel, and your emotional state is obviously the way you feel, what emotion you're in, a high peak emotion. I'll tell you what, from even these beliefs that we all have about life, you can overcome and break old beliefs by consistently, every single day, noticing the patterns of emotions that you get into and then breaking out of that. Once you become aware of your own patterns, it's easy to shift them. You go, okay, I'm not in this good resourceful state. What state could I be in? And then you get into these states that actually cause you to thrive rather than just barely surviving and feel like sometimes you don't even want to survive. I'll tell you what, when I deal with relationships and people come to me and men who are way too overprotective and they think that, you know, they're their spouse or their significant other is going to cheat on them or they have trust issues it all normally comes from you know something in their past a belief with their mother or their father uh, that i've noticed and sometimes they say well you know it was my last relationship i don't want to get hurt the same way and sometimes those are the key decisions that people make but what tends to happen even after that first breakup they fall into the same pattern of doing the same thing over and over and over again in the same type of relationship. Even my, even in my experience, I had a beautiful loving relationship about two years ago. Or I'm sorry, about four years ago, I guess. And um, was it four? Wow, that's crazy. And uh, it was just an unbelievable, just an incredible relationship. Around the second year that was starting to come... Uh, starting to come and know we broke it off there was a lot of ups and downs and I was very emotionally invested and I was you know in my own shit I just kept on you know replaying like what if like the worst case scenarios all the time so I became very anxious and in if you ever look up pickup right people who teach you know individuals right it's a community of guys who have to learn how to talk to women because sometimes you know you don't some people don't know Right? And I think it's a very useful skill for anybody to lose, men and or women, uh, just because you get to understand that opposite sex and you get to understand a little bit more. Now, women really, really enjoy what you call alpha males. I bet you've probably heard this all the time, but what does that mean? That doesn't mean the real big guy just, you know, smashes beer cans on his head and just, you know, drinks away his 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 problems and you know is really masculine and dominant and blue no an alpha male is someone who is a leader someone who's on their purpose and frankly just kind of doesn't give a shit um you know about things that don't improve his life 
So whether that's, you know, someone's opinion towards him or, or even alpha females. There's a lot of alpha females out there. But that means as a guy, if you are on your purpose, you have something that you're moving towards, right? It's like your purpose, right? Family or whatever comes first. And then it's like your relationships, right? So it's not the first tier on your list. If you have other things that you're doing, you're on your purpose, right? Even in the eyes of the girl, if you don't put the girl, if you put the girl first, you, you immediately fuck up. I know that sounds so counterintuitive, but yet there's balance to that because no matter how thin you slice it, there's still two sides. And this is why if you begin to actually practice this and I have a whole course on it, it's called Duke and it's becoming confident, becoming the, you know, the real you, uh, finding, finding how to get unstuck. There's just, it's an incredible program. Try the first two days for free. It's just amazing. It's so good. Um, but besides my own plug, (laughs) I would, I would suggest like working on yourself and notice what type of beta male behaviors are you having? Are you actually, you know, showing up and complaining? Like, you know, are you restricting your significant other to go out, go hang out and make male or female friends, right? Are you restricting them to do that? I'll tell you what, out of doing this for so long, I've noticed that people, if, if you end up restricting someone to do something, we have this thing called free will and we don't like to be held back. That's why the worst punishment is prison, right? You don't want to be a prisoner in a relationship, right? What do most prisoners do, right? They try to escape. They try to get better sentences to get out, right? And you don't want to be a prisoner in a relationship. So you must, you must let people be free. I'll tell you what, when you tell your girl or you tell your guy to go out and have fun and do whatever, guess who they always come back to at the end of the day? at the end of the night you that's who they come back to because then they're like oh my god they are completely carefree and they truly don't care because when you actually begin to take on that behavior that belief like i can truly take you like take it or leave it that's when everything changes for you right you show intent you show that you love them right but you show them like hey go have fun like i'm gonna go do my thing you go do your thing and then you know sometime we'll meet up right? And it doesn't really matter either way. That's how, that's how you become way more centered, way more balanced. But when I started talking about state in the very beginning of this, your state is so important. Now there's so many ways to shift your state, right? You must, if you want to shift your state, shift the way you're moving, shift the way you're, you're going at life. Like use your body, go out for a walk and do a power breath. Right, power breath has been shown uh, by, I mean, there's so many scientific studies on it, but a power breath is five, five breaths in, like, and then five breaths out through your nose, in through your nose, out through your nose. And you do that for just a minimum of two minutes. It changes your brain and blood chemistry. So imagine if you do that five minutes every time you woke up, five minutes of lunch, five minutes at dinner, or right before you went to bed, just by changing your state like that and putting a smile on your face when you do it, don't worry about if people think you look crazy. It doesn't matter. It's good. You're changing your state. They're the people who are crazy because they're not actually wanting to improve and change. If you begin to do this, you'll notice something because I started replaying this stuff in my head 
back in that old relationship. And that started to begin to come up in this relationship, right? Because patterns repeat themselves. So I noticed, I went, huh, that's funny. And I started to see these these mental movies and stuff starting to come back to me. And I didn't like the way I was behaving. I was behaving very poorly. I started to, you know, talk to my girlfriend as if, you know, that was she was evil and it was all her fault and you know like oh who are you going out with who are you going to go do this like i would just i sound like a fucking idiot to be honest and this is what i noticed i went you know what i'm gonna go for a walk i'm gonna go change my state right and i'll think about this again and guess what i went out i did my power breath i went on just a little walk not even a jog not, nothing just a walk i started changing my state and guess what happened i thought about it while i was smiling while i was breathing <laughs> completely changed the neuro association the way i was thinking about it and guess what <laughs> i look back at on it now it's fucking ridiculous on why would i even think that why would i even waste my time because every time i think about this and i have these negative emotions here's my belief here's my soul belief these negative emotions even for a second that i'm having them is that it's stealing away my precious time on this earth the short amount of time that I or you might have it's stealing that away from me and I hate that I don't want anything to be taken from me I, I hate to have things stolen from me so what would you rather do would you rather fight back right would you rather would you rather fight back to get your like let's say your wallet stolen from you right or your purse or, or your book bag or whatever um, that had like ten thousand dollars on it or would you you know work as hard as you can right to make that ten thousand dollars or let's say this or would you save ten thousand dollars which one are you going to work harder towards all right if someone tried to steal ten thousand dollars from you right, right there on the street how hard are you going to fight back but then, what about saving $10,000, right? We most likely, we don't, we don't like to f- have this feeling of loss, right? We, none of us do. It's just in the human body, right? It's just the human nature. We don't like to have a sense of loss. When we have a sense of loss, th- this is basically what's happening. When we have any type of upset in our life, it's a feeling of loss, Somehow, we language to ourselves, unconsciously, we gave this, whatever is happening, an unconscious meaning. And the unconscious meaning is a feeling of loss. So, from that feeling of loss, we feel hurt. Right? And from hurt, you know, sometimes, you know, it goes to extreme where it goes to angry. That's why people behave this way. Like, if, you know, in anger right? Pent up inside or exposed for too long, right? Outside and never gets resolved. It either goes to resentment or sadness or depression. So this is what I want to give to you. I want you to notice every time you have an upset, immediately ask yourself, you don't have to go down the line. You just go straight, straight towards it. What do I feel? What am I hallucinating about? What illusion am I telling myself that I've lost? The illusion of loss and the illusion of control are some of the most two biggest properties, the two biggest concepts or things that we take on that fuck us up the most in life. 
because we think that we might have some type of control over whatever in our life. But in reality, the only thing that we can, can ever, ever control in this life is what? Of course, it's going to be ourselves. It's not, any, it's not anybody else. And some people might be like, Jordan, but you know, what if I can control myself or the way I behave or the way I say things? I can, you know, I can control others. And you know, what about like hypnosis or, or neuro-linguistic programming? That way, you know, I can do mind control. I can really get into the brains of people. I've had, I've had people ask me this stuff, but in reality, I mean, you still can't control them. There's only influence. If you control yourself, right? If you, there's no such thing as control, honestly. Because I don't even believe that we can control ourselves. I think it's more so of an influence. So when we begin to influence ourselves, right, just in the right way, right, then that allows us to influence others on a completely different scale, on a completely different level. Does that make sense? So if you begin to really, really get into what it means to take control by influencing yourself... I want you to ask yourself, what does it take for you to actually get there? Does that make sense? I hope it does. Because once you begin to actually take the action of influencing yourself in the proper way, then you're going to find your emotions are so easy. They're so fleeting, right? Emotions are so fleeting. They're so quick, right? They don't stay long. That's why you have to condition yourself. You have to do this stuff every single day. It's like a happy life doesn't just happen upon you, right? The most happy people, they have a certain type of physiology, don't they? They say certain things, don't they? Right? They have different viewpoints on things, don't they? Of course they do. So what are those and model them and just begin to use them like they do as a ritual. Ritual meaning what you're doing on a consistent basis, So what are you doing on a consistent basis that's actually getting you to where you want to go emotionally? Because I'll tell you what, most people, they have no clue, no clue on even how they want to feel. They just know what they don't want to feel like. They say, well, I don't know, man. I don't want to feel stressed. I don't want to feel angry. You know, I don't want to feel like... You know, I don't want to feel this tightness inside me. I don't want to feel this anxiety, this depression. I don't want to feel, you know, like I'm controlling someone. So I want you to ask yourself, what feelings would you rather want instead? What emotions, right? How do you really want to show up? Like, think about your idol. Think about how they show up, right? And then ask yourself, is this really how I want to show up in life? Do I want to show up calm, collected, confident, certain of myself, and really truly on my purpose? Or do I want to show up angry, pissed off, a lack of abundance, right? And I really want to step on and present to you and kind of invite you into what it means to have a life of abundance. Now, I'm not saying pretending that you have multi-million dollars. It just, geez, that's not what I'm saying, right? That's That's not at all what I'm saying. Because most people take that the wrong way. (laughs) Idiots take that the wrong way and they go, oh, well, you know, I just got a, you know, $400 check. Might as well go spend it like I have $400,000. And the check's gone in two hours, right? So 
that's not what I'm saying. And they're like, well, I'm letting the universe bring it towards me. I'm letting the universe just bring the money towards me. I'll make that 400000 if I spend this 400 And I still got to pay bills. <laughs> so you actually have to, like, a, a sense of abundance means from, you don't have to, like, owe anybody anything. Does that make sense? So meaning, you just kind of go about life and you just keep on moving forward, right? And that's the only thing you do. So it, let, me, let me kind of explain. I'm sorry, I, I got distracted. Uh, someone is waving at me. A, a life of abundance, meaning you can truly, everything is already taken care of. You're already happy within yourself. You're not reaching for things to make you happy, right? Nobody else can make you happy. Only you make you happy, right? And you have everything that you really, you really want or need. So many people come up to me and they say, well, oh, if I only get this girl, if I just get this new car, if I just make a million dollars, right? And so many times I've, I've coached people right after they got the girl, right after they get the car, right after they make one to $10 million and they're like, oh, I don't know what's wrong. I'm still unhappy. Like, well, no shit, Sherlock. Of course you are. <laughs> Because this stuff doesn't come from, from the outside. So as you can see in this little clip right here, if you see in front of you, if you have the, if you have the uh, premium free trial, this little pr uh, circle, right? This little bitty dot, and then this circle around that dot, and this bigger circle around that dot. Now, the inner circle is your childhood. Now, let me explain this. So there's this little bitty dot. And that little bitty dot comes with a phrase. That phrase is, nothing changes from your childhood. Nothing has changed since your childhood. Now, what does that mean? And you're probably saying, well, Jordan, of course I have. I've grown facial hair. I've grown boobs. <laughs> you know, I've gotten bigger. I'm grown. Well, everything on the external might be growing and changing. The leaves, the, the weather, the earth, you, right? Family might be born or die, right? Of course things are going to be changing. But here's the thing. You still experience everything the same since you were a child, since your childhood. And this is, and this is why. On the very outside of that circle, right? You'll see me draw some X's, right? You're probably going to search for the money. You're probably going to search for the girl. You're probably want to travel and get famous or do whatever you want to do. Right? You want to get the car. Right? You want to get the nice house. You want to have a family. You want to have children. Right? But then most people, like gurus and things of that sort, they focus in on and then the, the in, inside circle. This is the mental. This is the mental part of your life. So we try to improve that to improve the other quality of life. And, of course, that is also affected by the smaller dot because that comes first. So then we read this book, we go to this seminar, or we get this program, and you know we take a class, we take a course, we teach a class, we teach a course, and then you know it's still not the same. You're still experiencing things maybe slightly differently, but it's still affected. Everything's still affected by that smaller dot. That smaller dot is from your childhood. These a few key decisions 
that you made when you were very, very young. And what do I mean by this? I mean, when I ask people, when I do coaching, if I want to just cut to the chase and really get to what their pattern is in life, I ask one simple question. I ask, whose love did you crave the most growing up? Your mother's or your father's? And I'm sure you love them both, but whose love did you crave the most? And then you have to ask yourself, did you do do the total opposite to get their attention? What did you have to do in order to get their attention? Did you have to be an achiever? Do you have to fuck up a lot? Right? Did you have to cry and bitch and moan until you got their attention or their approval? What did you have to do? And then, or what, what were their expectations or standards that they were trying to hold you to? And did you take from those standards? Did you actually, actually apply those? Or maybe you didn't and you did the complete opposite, right? Maybe you completely rejected their, their beliefs and you did the total opposite of what, of what they wanted. Maybe to get more attention, more love, more significance, whatever it might be. Does that make sense? So this is why I'm talking about going in life and on after day six, we go into that small dot, that small dot that's in that program right there. All right, we go to that small dot right there and that's talking about releasing trauma. So in after day six, because the program is completely tailored to you after that day, you, you send me an email, you shoot me a text, you get my personal number and you say, look, this is the type of trauma that I think I have. But we're also, we're also conditioned in life to think that trauma is, you know, going to war and then having your legs blown off. I mean, that's, tell me, tell you what, that's traumatic. Like, could you imagine having gunfire, you're dying and your legs are blown off, right? Knowing that you'll never walk again. That's traumatic. But to a child, the little things are traumatic. As to an adult, I mean, getting lost in a grocery store isn't traumatic. But to a child at the time, it is. It feels like the end of the world. It feels like you lost, lost them and now you can't get them back. And that's traumatic. What's traumatic to a child? A mother or a father looking away. Not getting them the attention. That's traumatic. Not feeling like they're loved. For even a few seconds. And those key decisions in life from those traumas shape us forever. When we go into this, I have big, grawly, manly men cry their little eyes out. Because we're all trying to heal the, our internal child. People think, well, you know, I think I got it right. You know, I think I'd, you know, I read this book and it changed my life. Well, it actually might have changed a meaning that you had since you were a child. Or it's kind of like this fluff pump-up stuff for a while because you're working on that, that slightly larger circle. And it's the mental aspect. Because people go to college, they go to therapy, they go to all this kind of stuff, and nothing really works until you begin to release trauma. Trauma is so, so important to release. Now, I'll tell you what, the biggest thing that has ever changed my life is releasing this trauma for myself and seeking out people who could do it for me. Because I know, of course, I'm going to be missing something. You know, I'm not brilliant by any means. I've just found the brilliant in the world, and I, and I modeled from them, right? I learned from them. 
And I was able to find what they do that most people don't do and then do that. That's what I did. So this is what I want to suggest to you. Get into the program. Get in there. Do it now. And as you do it, you're going to find yourself growing tremendously. Because after day six, the whole program is even tailored for you. Your specific roadmap, not the programs. Not what I think you should do, but what your neurology, what your voice, and what everything is telling me that you need to do. Because I don't tell you how to do anything. I'm just able to read you, and then we find the truth on what you really need. So I'm giving you what you want right now, right? Some good content, some good, you know, some incredible breaks, like breakthroughs and shifting of of some videos, but I like to be a Trojan horse. I like to give you what you like, what you need, or I'm sorry, what you like and what you want. Then I get to give you exactly what you need. Now that's the most powerful, impacting part that I want to share with you. So I hope you enjoy. Click that link below, sign up, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.